Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's Final Third Friday. Welcome to Final Third Fridays. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Rob. And today we're pairing the La Galera Imperial Jade Chiquito Perfecto with this new bottle called Maverick. So this is actually a pretty cool um, cool whiskey here. There's a distillery out in Montana called Dry Hills Distillery that bought a distillery from another manufacturer. Got um, They ended up having six barrels left in this distillery rickhouse that were there. Ended up being 10-year-old whiskey, finished in port barrels for I don't know how long. It's undisclosed. Yeah. But this is 110 proof. 10-year-old whiskey, finished in port barrels, made in, Mo- in Montana, and it's absolutely delicious. Very, very port-forward, um, but not in a not in a kind of medicinal way where it's got that, yeah. you know, really super porty note. It's yeah. just all the flavor with all the whiskey, too. Absolutely. And we thought it'd be a great pairing with this, having that African Cameroon. Um, Cameroon gives you that sweetness, but this is a little bit darker Cameroon, so we were excited to try this together. Yeah, and this is you know this is a we're actually just doing this pairing. We have not actually done this pairing before, so it's exciting to try this. The wonderful thing about this La Galera uh, Imperial J Chiquito is it it is uh, I love I love the regular Churchill, but the Chiquito on this has a ton of flavor. It really does, and it has quite a bit more spice on the palate. Yeah, so the Chiquito is actually a, just a little perfecto. Um, I don't even know if there's any other word, way to call it. It's just a little bitty perfecto. So, I mean, this is a great um, smoke for us to have for the winter coming up. You know, you want to have a cigar, you may smoke outside in your garage. It's going to be a little shorter smoke, probably half hour for most people. Um, but it's just going to be a it's just really nice smoke to come up into the winter. And honestly, we smoke them even when it's warm out. Yeah. Uh, it's that good. Uh, I, so I just did a straight cut on mine. Yeah, I will uh, too. I... I know for a fact this thing can take a V. Oh, I've done it, yes. Yeah. But, uh, so it's got almost a totally closed foot. It comes to that point there, but I'm going to cold draw it. So, chocolate raisins. Yeah. 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 And I mean, again, it's a super, super tight draw because that is completely closed. Um, so when you light these little guys, you just want to light it up and let that open up naturally. First few draws are going to be a little bit tight yeah. because you're waiting to get to that collar. Once you get that collar, you just have a flavor bomb that just pops. I mean, and it, it opens up really quick. It does. Well, you want to check the whiskey out first? Oh, yeah. Nose is, is almost like a just a nice red wine with the whiskey heat on the nose. Yeah, so at, at its core, it's definitely an American single malt, but it tastes like new oak barrels, so that, that has something to say for it yeah. already. But this is 110 proof, crazy good. It really is. And what's, what I'm impressed with is, um, <coughs> excuse me, you put in a, you know whiskey in a port barrel for very long, a lot of times it just overtakes it and makes it yeah. just, just like port. Um, 
I don't know how long this one was in there, but since they bought the distillery and they were in there, I would assume they probably forgot about them and left them up there and, and never, you know, didn't really have an idea how long. I mean, like our, yeah. our rye we did was finished for just under two years in a yeah. pork barrel, and it has a lot of sweetness, but it this really one has does. more depth it does. On, the, on the pork. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, getting into the cigar, I'm not even going to toast the end. I'm not nope, sure there's I'm much gonna, of a point in it. Yeah, I mean, you literally just kind of light that little nipple on fire. Sounds like you're Saturday night, Isaiah. That sounds terrible, Rob. Mm. Already, this is opening up for me. Well, and you'll know it because what you do is, as as we were just doing lighting it, what you'll find is it's very, very tight, and then all of a sudden it just opens up when you're lighting it. So on the palate, there's quite a bit of sweetness from the Cameroon wrapper. Uh, there's a there's almost like a charred black pepper note on yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, and I think that might be coming from the fact that you like that nipple and it's yeah, charred right totally. from the start. Mm. What is the retro hail? What are you getting on the retro? Retro, I'm getting um, a woody note, yeah. almost like a like a uh, umami kind of woody. Um, I mean, there is that char that you're talking about. Yeah. I can get that, too, almost like a charcoal. Yeah. Um, but there is a little bit of pepper, but it's not it's not overpowering yet on the pepper. Yeah, totally. It does have a nice spice on the to on the nose, though, when you're retrohaling it. Let's go back. Mm. Yeah, black pepper on the retrohale, especially as this thing starts opening up. I'm getting into the whiskey now. Oh my gosh, it bro it's like uh, caramel port now in yeah. the glass. It has a lot of those like caramelized sugar notes in there, and then it just rounds it out with a really nice red fruit note. Yeah, I mean, if, if you didn't have the the little bit of heat from the 110 proof whiskey on this, yeah, you would think you were just having a, a light port with this. Yeah, I mean, it's really nice. Yeah. So uh, the Imperial Jade Chiquito Perfecto is made in the Dominican Republic. The wrapper is an African Cameroon. Binders Criollo 98. Filler is Dominican uh, Piloto Cubano and Criollo 98. And this is sitting at right around the medium body. In our humidor, they're uh, $7.89 each. And you can get them in a five-pack. Yeah. These five-packs are absolutely wonderful they really are look at who just walked in who just walked the in? doctor now he's leaving oh, doctor showed up he doctor ran away left. cheers cheers to the doctor cheers to the doctor yeah mm. i do like that whiskey a lot so come here say hi scott Say hi to everybody, Scott. Dr. Johnston. Dr. J. <coughs> He's looking pretty slick today. He's got that, that nice coat with a scarf around his neck. Oh, yeah. Beard's looking tight. Oh, yeah. Oh, Always. Yeah. He takes care of that beard. You are a pretty man. <laughs> That's funny. 
Mm. Yeah, I'm actually getting a almost a walnutty kind of component to it right now. Yeah, I can see that. Almost kind of halfway between a cashew and a walnut. Okay. Not yeah. sweet enough to be a cashew, not bitter enough to be a walnut, but right yeah, in between. Absolutely. Maybe like a macadamia nut. Okay. That's yeah. good. I yeah. don't remember getting a nut nuttiness out of this before. I I love this uh, Chiquito Perfecto. It is a completely different cigar than the uh, Churchill. Yeah. It's just a little flavor bomb. Yeah. It, I mean, you will find these core flavors in the Churchill, but this just presents it in a different way that's really, really nice. It really does. So... Mm. And these things are just chimneys, too. Just Yeah, I'm, I'm smoke. almost smoking mine too fast. I'm trying to let it sit for a minute and yeah. see what happens. Um, one thing I wanted to let you guys know, coming up, obviously, when this posts, it'll, it'll be, be Black, Black Friday. Friday. Yeah. And we're going to have some specials here. We got these awesome little 1502 Corona Gorda packs I am excited about. Probably one of my favorite sizes anyway. But it comes with the Nicaragua, the Ruby, the Emerald, the Black Gold, the Blue Sapphire, and an XO in here. And um, on Black Friday, you're going to be getting it on sale. So you're going to be getting this thing for mid-60s. $79.99 yeah. is the uh, retail price on this thing. But we're going to be doing at least 15 maybe 20% off. We'll see. Yeah. And, um, and I'm excited to have these. It's a beautiful display. Comes its own, each one in their own individual slot. So it's protected. I mean, but what a great little package for the a Christmas crazy gift. thing on that is, yeah, it would be a wonderful. Look at that. Uh, that is beautiful. Wonderful Christmas gift. Easy thing. This is a stocking stuffer. Exactly. You know, yeah. the crazy thing is, is the it's a wonderful value because this XO in itself, I I don't know what the Corona Gordas run. I but mean, the Robustos be, are twenty two. Yeah, it's still going to be a twenty dollars cigar. Yeah. So I mean, the Blue Sapphire. It's I mean, probably in that size, probably a good fifteen, sixteen dollars cigar. Yeah. I mean, you're getting a heck of a bargain on this. You thing. really are. And so. every one, and none of their cigars are like really low priced, but huh. they're also super great quality. Yeah, every one of them. Absolutely. This is a this is a stellar way to uh, treat the cigar lover in your life. There's really something for any time of the day. There's full-bodied in here. There's mild. There's medium. Yeah. This is a well-rounded experience all the way through and through. And, uh, and I'd be a, happy to get one of these for oh, Christmas. Yeah. And it's a great way to introduce somebody to this brand because there's not one cigar in there that I wouldn't smoke on a daily basis. Huh. I mean, the only one I smoke the least in there is probably the Emerald. And that's only because it's a mild cigar, milder cigar. Not that it's not good. I just don't smoke a lot of mild cigars, so it's not really yeah. the cigar's fault. Other thing is, we wanted to tell you guys about, it is getting into Christmas season. Yes, sir. Um, we have that. final third gift cards. Yeah. So uh, so if you don't know what you want to get for your significant other or your friend or whatever, yeah. any denomination in, you want. Get get a gift card. Yeah. Um, you know, put on whatever you want on here. Uh, the other thing is, is if they come in frequently uh, and are in our system, we could help you with a recommendation if you're buying cigars for them. But honestly, a gift card is going to make them just as happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gives them the option to maybe try something they haven't already tried. And that's one thing I'm noticing. A lot of our, um, a lot of our regulars have been coming in here now for the last eight months. We've been open. 
they're they're really working their ways through the humidor, and um, even even some guys that are like hell bent on smoking the same thing every yeah. time they come in, they're starting to branch out because they realize there's other great stuff to try, and, and yeah. it's been a lot of fun to to do to do that. We also um, so Black Friday and Saturdays they they call that Small Business Saturday. You know, go out and support your local brick and mortars. Um, we're here only because of you, so we definitely need your your help in that. But we also want to give back. So on Small Business Saturday, that whole weekend, we're going to be having those Black Friday Small Business Saturday specials. I mean, we've got we've got new long sleeve T-shirts in stock. We've got um, all pretty much almost all the Calibri line of cutters and lighters. Yeah. Um, we have some of the best Zycar cutters in here that they that they make. The XO. The is XO. Here. Look at this. I mean it's a great that's, cutter. That's my baby. Um, we've got we've got great table table ashtrays. We've got if you're look if you're a Tony Katz fan, we've got Tony and Finger signed um, Let's Go Bourbon books you can come in here and buy. Um, we just got a lot, a lot of little things that you can add to your report. You know, if you're looking to give somebody a nice gift for Christmas, um, we just brought in a local business. Um, um, I'm gonna grab those. Yeah, yeah, a local business, um, Kelly Morgan. She does um, all these um, bath soaps and beard balms and oils. I've been using her product now for about a month. Absolutely love it. Uh, but she does this. Um, so we've got a bourbon beard balm. Yeah, so we have bourbon and tobacco beard balm and bourbon and tobacco um, beard oil. Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, if you if you never used it and you have a beard and you want to know how, just ask me. I mean, it's no or shame in not knowing. Dr. Johnston. Cause Johnston's very, the same way, yes. He very clearly. He knows what he's doing. Beard. Yes, he does. But, you know, that's we have that here. Um, honestly, we're, we love to support local business, and when there's a local person doing this, and she literally lives a mile down the road from us, yeah. she is growing like crazy. We want to support her business, so you're going to see her logo on everything. Um, there's a reason for that. We just love what she's doing. But we're going to be doing more and more of that stuff with local businesses. We have Amplify Sauce House. We've got their yeah. sauces here we sell. Um, again, it's all about, you know, collaborating with local businesses that we love to work with so uh oh yeah we also lisa just reminded me too and we've said this before but we've got um jerky now from um and what's the name of their business it's the bothers but it's spencer spencer's specialty what's, what's the name of the brand spencer lee um jerky products i believe or something yeah. like that but um so spencer is their dog and um he he passed away here not too long ago he's a blue healer and was a great dog he was in here all the time that's that's their their vision behind the brand so all the proceeds that they make on top of selling the jerky yeah. goes to help with blue healer rescue it does um yeah and they're they're legit about that too. they really are i was talking to them about it i said so have you guys done anything and uh like for yourselves because i know he bought a bunch of new jerky equipment for it he said nah he said i i i just paid for all that stuff out of my pocket and everything else is going to the foundation yeah. so that's pretty cool i mean I, i'm talking guy probably spent five six hundred bucks in jerky making stuff so yep. that he could do it well and honestly does a great job it is it's really good um so we've got in a bourbon flavor and then there's also a uh they're called traditional now. Yeah, yeah, traditional. So, uh, and the traditional is just, it is about as traditional beef jerky as you it can is. get. 
got it's a got light, light spice on it. Yeah. But, um, Super tasty, though. Yeah. And, I mean, you're getting getting a full two ounces in these little bags. Um, I've, I've seen some of those at the gas station where you're getting a half or one ounce, and they're in these big, massive bags. And you open it up, you spend 15, 16 bucks on it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I got two pieces to chew on, basically. Yeah. This has actually got a lot of small pieces in this smaller bag, but it's two full ounces, and you're getting it for eight bucks. Honestly, if you've got a drive to come into Final Third, go ahead and grab a bag for your drive back. I Heck promise yeah. you, you're not going to regret it. Or if you're around here hanging out, need a snack, that also uh, can be it for you. Yeah. So. Yep. So, how's the cigar or performing for you now? Yeah, really good. Uh, just from the nature of how I lit it, I've corrected the burn line a little yeah. bit. That's just how you got to do with these closed-foot cigars sometimes, um, especially when they taper in and out. Uh, but honestly, this is... I, I've been on a real, like, Corona and Corona-adjacent size kick lately, and this one's stellar. Um, oh, there's a, there's a like a sweet cedar kind of thing going now. On the retrohaler or on the palate? No, on the palate. Just going from sip to smoke. So it's just, you're getting the same woodiness out of the cigar, but with the whiskey, you're getting that sweetness, and it just oh, brings yeah. up a nice sweet cedar going there. And just so you know, you don't have to screw around with your wrapper too much on this one because once it heats up you slide it right off the end that's tapered yeah and it makes it a whole lot easier it's wonderful um yeah that whiskey just keeps getting sweeter and sweeter too it does brings it does. out a lot more of the red fruit notes of the pour uh and actually it's not as port to me right now it it's it, more of like almost a cab well, to it, me. I don't know. On the Dry palate, after the cigar, it reminds me of almost like a strawberry syrup. Hmm. See, I'm getting, it's well. like a red berry. I probably need to come right off the cigar on that. Because I'm getting like a, not, not the dryness of a true cab, but just the flavor of a cab. Oh, okay. You know. Gotcha. I, and I love cabs, so. Are you too busy to be on the podcast? You have to. No, go on your somebody phone? keeps texting me. Oh, it's Will and Chris. They coming? And they're texting you too right now. Wow. I don't know. I don't have time to read it. I'm on a podcast. I'm on a podcast. It's it just my phone just kept vibrating in my pocket. And I was well, like, if it's Will, heck? he might be saying you guys watching the the Michigan game, and if it's Chris, he's saying, hey, you guys got the Florida State game on. Oh, we can see because they're both playing right now. Well, somebody sent a middle finger. Oh no. Uh, oh, was, oh, Will. So he, he's in Florida. Will's he's sitting. In Florida. He, how's how's he's, the weather? He asked, how's the weather in Indy? Hey, let you know Chris the patio's Gordon, up to 50. And Chris Gordon just sent him a middle finger <laughs> in return. Well, he deserves it. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. You want to talk about the barrel pick we did? I would love to, yes. So we just did a barrel pick with uh, Backbone Bourbon Company. And they're based out of Indy through Crossroad Vidners. Is that who they're with? No, no, they're with, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is Crossroad Vidners. Yeah, yeah, My So uh, we all met up there at Eighth Day Distillery, which is where they house a lot of their barrels. And that's who bottles it for them, too. Yeah, so they, uh, they sent us through quite a few pours. 
a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of straights, and then we got into some finished. But so they're sourcing. They're they're all sourced right now. Right. Uh, the majority of it's from MGP. There was some Canadian rye in there, which was really my palate. I love Canadian ryes. Uh, wasn't a big fan of for me. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. I just I it I, wasn't me. I love it. I love it. So. Well, there was a 17-year-old Canadian rye finished in cognac barrels. Is it a cigar palette whiskey? No. No, but is it a special whiskey? I think so. It didn't hit Rob's palate well, right. And I think that's one of the, that's one of the cool things that Backbone's doing is, you know, Backbone is is pushing the envelope on a lot of things. And, you know, when you when you find some of their bo- their bottles, usually they're pretty unique to their own. Yeah. I mean, the regular uncuts is great but then you get to the decade down which is just uncut you know kind of a little bit more age on it yeah then you get to the special releases like we've got the laird's applejack brandy barrel which is insanely good stellar and i i really believe that the one we just picked is better than that in my opinion yeah just for my palate so uh and we were able to try a couple special projects from them there was a uh there was a bourbon finished in a uh stout beer barrel and that thing came out of that barrel tasting like a, a, a chocolate malt ball. And it's one of the better stout-finished bourbons I've had. Oh, I've I, had some I of them. I think so. And, I mean, and, and again, we, you, you guys all know we love Starlight. The Starlight Stout was not my jam. I um, don't think it was It that didn't great. have enough stout, and it took away too much of the whiskey. It just wasn't quite there. Yeah. The Scottish Ale one was good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, but this one here had a, just enough of the malted, you know, malted milk balls. I mean, it was yeah. just so good. Yeah, it did a lot of that. And we also tried a, uh, it was a barrel that had already been picked, but it was their version of a Joseph Magnus cigar blend. So it was cognac, sherry, and Armagnac barrels that it, uh, that the whiskey was finished in. It was good. And that was good. It wasn't as good as Magnus, though. No. No. The one we picked was way better. I agree. I agree. And what we picked was a barrel, so regular MGP bourbon, that was then finished in sherry, port, and Amaro barrels. Yep. And that was the first one as a group. Everyone said, yeah. 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 That's it. Like because when we that did hit the f- everyone's palate right. Like if when we did the flight, there was a lot of good and interesting things in there, but it it took until that barrel for everyone to have a unanimous that's it. Yeah, because when I mean, we when we started out, we sat down and they had already pre-poured bottles in eleven bottles of different different options for us. And yes, we had a lot of whiskey that day. First one we started off with was a wheat that I really liked. And, and if you know me, I'm not a huge wheat guy. I really enjoyed that first wheat. It was on my short list of the, of the top three or four of those 11 that we had. Well, and it was just a wheat whiskey. It, it was. wasn't a wheated bourbon. No, no, you're right. Yeah. And it, but it was good. It was definitely not going to be the one to win. Um, but like, like he said, there was, there was multiple options to try through. It, really what, in my opinion, they were doing was they were just showing – Look what we can do. Look at all the different things we're doing. Look at all the experimental things we're mm-hmm. doing. And then, you know, we're going to take you out back and show you some special stuff. Well, in the, way, and the, he, one, the, the one. way he talked to us about the stuff in the back, he said, this is all experimental. He said, we don't, 
know if you're gonna like it like kind of set it up for failure and then we were like oh yeah we because i mean we tried through toasted stuff we tried through double oaks we tried that cognac uh, finish that cognac finish was finish. good the, the vermouth was not my jam i know you liked it i I, I, I like a, a Manhattan. Yeah. But the but vermouth that, finish had too much of the acidity left over on did. it for it to be a good cigar pairing. And whiskey. the cognac barrel was actually getting good, but it had only been in a cognac barrel for six weeks. So I'm like, at about three or four or maybe six months on that one? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be stellar. I it's going to be an amazing pick. you check on pick. that one in uh, February. Oh, whoever gets that barrel, I want to get a couple bottles of oh, it because it was delicious. Now... There was one other barrel that the other <laughs> the other rep from Crossroads he bought the barrel. Do you remember which one he that was? He bought the stout barrel. Okay, so, so he bought the and stout. And we're going to so, end up having that in the shop. It won't yeah. be our pick. No, but we'll get we'll probably get two or three cases of it to have it in here because it's going to be a, it's going to be an awesome barrel release. Well, we're getting at least three cases. Was it three I said? Okay. Yeah, I can't you remember what I promised. Three. Yeah. <laughs> Because he he made all over that. That was his on, jam. Honestly, it's delicious. Yeah. Uh, it is so good. So, and the cool thing about that is going in there, doing a barrel pick, we're going to get we're gonna get a lot of bottles. Yeah. But now by being on that pick and that guy buying the barrel too, we're basically getting two barrel picks. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I know it's only three cases, but that's 18 bottles. Well, I'm not, that's gonna be, I'm not that's sure gonna he would have ever tried it unless we had... Unless on the we, pick. yeah, on yeah. that pick, so yeah, and then we got to try some um, some of Eight Days products, and they seem to be doing things right. Um, I'm anxious to see some stuff as it ages out a little bit more, um, but I mean, like, I don't know if you tried the absinthe. Yeah, their absinthe was fantastic. Um, it's a little leaning a little more towards the herbal side of absinthe, if that's like what you like. I like, especially for Sazeracs, I, I like a little bit more of the sweeter. The herbal kind of takes away from the cocktail a little bit. Honestly, I want to get a bottle and try it because it might be absolutely delicious with yeah. the with the bitters in it too. Well, but. you know what it excited me about Eighth Day? They uh, talking to Matt, their the owner, the owner distiller, distiller kind of about everything. Yeah, does about everything. <laughs> they weren't like he never said we're the first to do this mm. we do that like he was not pretentious in any way he just straight up said we make whiskey we source our grains from shelbyville like here's here's how it goes he said basically told us i, I make whiskey because i like whiskey and i wanted to make whiskey yeah and honestly that's way better than what a lot of new distilleries will tell you. It's very All these refreshing. stories about a family recipe that was passed down for generation that's a bunch of BS. We're the only one that's ever being, done this yeah. and done that. And, well, my yeah. favorite is when the family recipe passed down from generation to generation yeah. ends up being MGP. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which has yeah. yeah. happened before. Look on the back of those bottles, man. And I will say I'm not... I'm not going to crap on distilleries that have to start with MGP or even are doing MGP. That's fine, but be transparent about it. You know, too, too many times people try said, to hide that's it. That's not us saying eight day is MGP right now. That's no, their own juice. It's their own stuff, which is, which is exciting. And then also something that um, Backbone told us 
was um, that they're going to start sourcing some stuff from Eighth Day now that their stuff's aging out. Yeah. Um, so they've got a bunch of barrels in their warehouse. They got a huge warehouse. Yeah. Um, just kind of goes deep and around. Yeah, the crevices and it's all and it's all in the all Bottleworks district of Indy. It is um, just right there off of Mass Ave. Well, it's not Mass Ave on that side, but whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, but stellar place. Awesome time with those guys. Uh, it's going to be a really good barrel when they when it comes in. They pitch it to us as quadruple finished. Can. Acting like the well, initial bourbon barrel they said was quad one. cask. Okay. So I guess that quad makes cask. more sense. Yeah. Your first cask is just straight up oak. Okay. Um, I don't care. It's really they, good. But they're also they're really touting it at least on the website or on the uh, email. They're touting it as their fusion series. Yeah. So they're fusing multiple barrel finishes to it. So. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever they did, it's delicious. It is I really think you guys good. Are gonna love it. Yeah. It's gonna be a great next step. Because we've gone from a, a straight high high proof bourbon to a medium to yeah medium proof rye finished in port, and now we've got this um, bourbon with these crazy casks on it. Do you it's, remember what the proof was on it? On what? On the one we picked. <sighs> I think it was no, in that it's on my phone. Recording. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking it was one. I thought I was thinking it was closer to one twenty, but I'll have to look. Yeah. <coughs> oh wait a minute! No, wait. They did because they measured it while we were sitting there. Yeah. I'm sure somebody that was on that pick can remember. Yeah, not me. I had a couple couple drinks of whiskey on that one. Yeah. One or and two. also shout out to the crew that came down and did that with yeah. us. That was a blast. It was me, Lisa, and Isaiah um, here from the shop, and then we had Scott. Deshaun, we had Eric Jansen, and we had Chris Gordon. Yeah. And um, the cool thing about that group is very different everyone's palettes. palettes are different, but everyone has a good palate. Um, so it was really kind of fun because during those first 11, we were all over the board. I mean, mm -hmm. there was a couple of them I took a sip and said, nope. And three or four of the other ones were going, that's delicious. I'm like, nope. Yeah. I'm the one that makes the final decision. Nope. Yep. But, <laughs> but Lisa, Lisa hands the money, so she's well. That's true. She kind of makes the final decision. She has to write. She has to write the check. Yeah. So. But yeah, no. So we're excited about that pick. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a home run in here. I think so. Um, and I, what I'm excited about is, I feel like we're getting some unique and really good picks, to hopefully become the place to come to get picks. Yeah, you know, obviously absolutely. we're not selling bottles and stuff like that. You know, if, if I can get this worked out to where the club can buy some bottles, you know, from the distributor, then what I might do is is be able to push them off that way for the club yeah. to buy a bottle. But, um, you know, hopefully we're, we're becoming that kind of a cigar lounge where you can come in and, and try something you can't try anywhere else. Yeah. And, you know, in all honesty, by the time we get that barrel, We'll probably we will still have two barrel releases up here or you know barrel picks up here, um, at the and then in into February we've got another barrel coming which we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, but that well, we one talked will be about that on the last. Oh, show. we did. That's yeah. true. Peach Street. Um, so it, you know there's there's a possibility we could have two or three barrels, and at the one year mark. We could have all four of our barrel picks available we because better. we've got a case of the the original. I've got a couple cases of, of the Starlight yeah. back, and then we'll have these two. So we'll have all four of them available on our on our one year. Totally. So yeah. it's going to be exciting. Um, 
that one year is going to be big. Mm-hmm. If there's limited release cigars that we've had in the past, they're going to show up. Yeah. Yep. There's going to be some even hyper age stuff that will show up. Yeah, I put so, I put some boxes back of some special stuff to age it for an extra year or two. Yeah, and that's when they're going to start coming out. So totally, I'm excited. So it's going to be. I don't know when we're going to have the one year party. It'll be in March sometime. Either the very very end of February or the first of March. Yeah, but we'll get those dates so, out once it gets closer. Just uh, put that in your mind already. Yeah. yeah. Another shout out. What's that? Jonas Santana from Blackbird Cigars just yeah. randomly popped in yesterday and hung out with us for a while. Yeah, that was a blast. What a great guy, man. He did a he did a fun little pairing with a few of the guys that were here. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he grabbed three of his cigars and then grabbed a small pour of coffee, small pour of scotch, small pour of um, bourbon, and a soda. I think it was. Yeah, it was a soda. It might have been another one. And um, he kind of walked them through and showed them how his cigars, how he would like to pair them. (coughs) And in all honesty, he converted Chris Gordon to a a Connecticut smoker. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because, you know, Chris is the guy that typically smokes. And one of his favorite cigars is the Rojas Statement, which is a dark, full-bodied cigar. Yeah. so I mean, he he started having that with some coffee, with a little bit, just a little bit of sugar in it, and he loved it. So it was kind of fun. I told Jonas I'd love to do an event down the road with him, where he came in and, and did that with the entire group. Yeah, I think that would be a blast. Everyone gets, you know, do a do a package where you can you're going to get whatever cigars he's wanting to do it and the drinks, all that included with one package, and then he's going to walk you through the pairing. And it, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And honestly, we want to possibly bring him on the show. And actually do a recording of what we're talking about here so you can see how this all works and hear it from a guy that actually is rolling these things and designing them for that yeah, reason. Absolutely. Oh, that was a uh, really good time. It was my first time meeting him. And super oh, that's solid right. You wasn't guy. here for the event. Because uh-uh. his event was on a Thursday. Yeah, it was on a weekday. Which You won't find me here on weekdays regularly. No. Um, nope. He's got a daytime gig. Yep. So this cigar is picking up strength for me right now. Um, still cedar, uh, black pepper on the retro hail. Still, um, there's a leatheriness in there. A lot of leather right now. That's something we probably should have said on the pulpit side. No, it's okay. They'll live. I don't think a lot of the guys that even listen to it on their smoke boutiques. They may not. Yeah. I don't know. But we are starting to get quite a few people coming in here to listen to this show. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. So uh, if you guys are ever coming in and you watched one of these and you want to try a pairing, even if it's a past one, come in. Let, let us, know. us know. And uh, we'll take care of you. Absolutely. You might have to remind us of the pairing. <laughs> yeah. We've done quite a few at this point. So, yeah, I need to create a logbook of what we've done. But seems like work so much easier just to pull up youtube and scroll yeah, through. yeah scroll through uh maybe i'll make a google sheet well and that's something i was going to ask you are you wanting to pull up the uh, the past episodes and put them on the podcast or are we just going forward with it i'm just gonna go forward okay. with it yeah which uh, is probably good because 
some of the early ones were a little rough. Yeah, they were a little rocky. Um, but we, we got it figured out. I mean, so. I guess if you like to watch a couple of guys drink and smoke and talk about it, I mean. Yeah. I, and obviously someone does. It always blows my mind how many people watch this. And it seems like people are responding well to the podcast side of this as well because we've got, well, we had close to 100 listens and only, I would say, one and a half episodes posted with that uh, uh, Husto and Trey Mac episode being a half because it was like yeah. 20 minutes. It you know? was, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the whole point of doing this isn't because we love to do this. It's more because we're trying to show people other options on how you can enjoy your cigars and then, you know, talk a little bit about what's coming up. I mean, it's, it's a marketing kind of thing, really. But it's also showing how pairings do, you know, intensify your experience. I yeah. mean, that's the whole point of this. And can't tell you how many people have come in here said, I've never thought about having or actually thinking about what I'm pairing. Yeah. You know, it's like I just normally come in here and grab what I want to smoke and find something I like to drink and, and just do it. And it's like now they start doing that. They're like, oh, my God, it just completely increased my experience tenfold. I mean, it really does. And the thing is, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, but when we're pairing, we're looking for things that go particularly well together. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's kind of well, it. It's, and that's the thing. It's not like every time I grab a cigar, I'm thinking in my mind, what am I going to pair with this? No. Uh-uh. But, and mainly because a lot of times when I'm smoking cigars, I'm having bourbon, and bourbon goes with almost every cigar. I mean, it to can. me, to me, it does. I mean, you're right. I mean, not every. I mean, I'm not going to smoke a Fat Bottom Betty, but I'm not going to smoke that anyway. Actually, Fat Bottom Betty would go well with almost any bourbon. <sighs> Being that cherry note. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, for me, it's like if I'm thinking about it, it really helps me. I mean, but also when you're in the shop and you're working, you're sitting the cigar down, you're getting up and down, it's hard to really focus in and think about what you're smoking and drinking. But, man, when you find one that works together, it just it changes the experience all around. Yeah. I mean, and this has even been helpful for Rob and I to, like, I guess get pairing theory down. Yeah. Because um, we'll, we'll have guys grab cigars that we've never paired before, and it's Tell like, Lisa, well, hi. <laughs> yeah. When somebody grabs a cigar we've never paired before, yeah, that's not a, not a big deal because obviously we've smoked them, so we can – remember flavor notes on that and find a, a at least a decent pairing whiskey mm-hmm. for it. I, I can't tell you it's going to blow you out of the water, but uh, we'll be able to get get you somewhere. Yeah, you and know? I mean, once you start understanding what certain tobacco um, flavors are, um, certain strength levels, you can usually pretty quickly figure out a whiskey that's going to go with it. I mean, because, I mean, you'll because you have multiple multiple things you have to think about. First of all, are you a guy that likes to smoke, or a girl that likes to smoke something mild, or you like something strong? That's one thing. You know, what do you like to eat? Do you like spicy food? Do you like mild food? Do yeah. you like creamy food? Um, and then when you come to the pairing, it's like, okay, so you want to you want a whiskey? Do you tend to drink lower proof whiskey or higher proof whiskey? Do you like finished whiskey? Do you like you know, scotch, you know, what, what do you like? And we can usually find a pairing that works really well with it here yep. um, because we have a really wide range of a lot of bottles of stuff up here to try from. 
Absolutely. Um, even if you're a, a beer person, I mean, I, I have had a lot of people come in here and they're like, oh, I just like IPAs or, or you know, Blondales. I'm like, try the Laranja um, Reserva. That yeah. orange, um, that orange zest note you get in there actually does pair with a, a citrus beer. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I, so it's it's just there's always a pairing you can do with about any with any cigar that's in here. So yeah, one hundred percent. Except for maybe the Java Mint, uh, Woodford Double Oaked. All right, it's got a Isaiah really, will do that for you next. I'm time. I'm not doing it for you. <laughs> it's Woodford Double Oaked. I always um, imagine as like a mint brownie, a very very light mint brownie. Really, I like Woodford Double Oak, and I don't like mint brownies. No, it's like the rice spice on that presents oh. a slightly minty. Okay. And uh, and the Woodford Double Oak has this signature chocolatey note in there. And I think that could work with your Java Mint. I have never smoked one. Granted, I've smoked every cigar in this humidor other than the flavoreds. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, nothing wrong with it. If that's what you like, that's fine. I just can't do them because... I, I got started on smoking cigars 30 years ago, and they were they were just mild cigars you find at the golf course. There was no flavored stuff that I knew of back then. I'm sure Backwoods were around, stuff like that, but I was smoking golf course cigars. Um, so I never got into them. Yeah. I, can see, I can understand why people do, and if that's your gateway into enjoyment like this, it so be mine, it. It was mine, but I, last time I smoked a flavored cigar, it was probably a year and a half ago, and it was a tobacco special. That did me in, man. Yeah. I can't do it. Now, <laughs> we'll say one thing. We got something in that's kind of fun that Tam's super excited about. What's that? And Jamie was very excited about it. She ended up buying two tins of the Baby Janes. I call them Baby Janes. Oh, so the they're little, the, they're the petite, Sweet Jane Cigarillos. Yeah, well, they're uh, Petit Coronas. They're bigger oh, than Cigarillo. Okay. Um, but they uh, they still give you a nice half hour plus smoke, but it comes in a tin of ten of them. And I think the price each of those things is sub three bucks, like two fifty. Um, so it actually becomes a really good price point for that cigar. Yeah. Because a lot of people that want a, a sweet cigar want something a little bit smaller anyway. Not always, but a lot of people do. That's why people go to the, the Crazy Alice because it's smaller. Yeah. This gives them an option to take some home with them, and now you got to eat a quick smoke. Absolutely. How's that cigar doing uh, now for you? You're, cigars, in the, you're in the final third I almost. Am, I'm almost to a finger burner right now. Um, it's almost a... Uh, it's a very cooked nut note on the palate. Uh, a lot of leather on the tongue for me. Yeah, quite a bit of that, too. Um, still on the retrohale, black pepper has stayed consistent. It's not overwhelming by any means. It's just a nice kind of balance to these more earthy notes. Yeah, um, yeah. And this is definitely one that if I wasn't retrohaling it, I'm not sure I would get the same enjoyment out of it. Because I think you need to have that spice to balance out the leatheriness of it. That, that being said, there's a lot of people that love more earthy leaning oh, yeah. cigars. Well, I um, mean, you're an earthy guy. Eric Jansen I'm not, loves I'm earth. not an earthy guy. You like earthy stuff, some earthy no. stuff. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You love that placencia that's earthy as heck. No, I don't. You oh, always I you think did. that. Oh. No, oh, you like the red one like I do. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Jansen, he loves the earthy stuff. I mean, he smoked these. He loves them. I love these, too. Well, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm Alma Del Fuego. He's a, he's a Fuerte guy. He's the Fuerte's the black. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, both are great cigars. Mm. Well constructed. Just the uh, Fuerte, for as long as it lasts, is slightly out of my wheelhouse. Uh, especially in that six, though. That thing's a three and a half hour smoke for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that is one that I do like the flavor on, even though it is more earthy. Um, I do like it, but it just lasts way longer than what I have patience for, I guess. That thing stays lit like a champ, though. Oh, my gosh. I've had that thing out here. I, I feel I, like I you can set it down for 15 minutes. I did. Yeah. I mean, I walked in the humidor and talked to somebody for 10 minutes, walked out here, got him drinks, sat and talked for a minute, sat down, grabbed my cigar, and it was still burning perfectly. But well, it's I, also a six, 60 ring gauge six-sided cigar yeah so it's like it's gonna hold some combustion going there oh yeah well that was my same deal with the uh, la galera you're the ox mm-hmm. uh, i don't know what tobaccos they're using in that but they stay they stay lit it, it's a slow burner my yeah. gosh well that was something that was kind of fun yesterday that when jonas came in he was talking to the to the guys that were here and just kind of because one of the guys asked the question, he's like, do you do you blend all your cigars or do you have somebody else? He's like, and Jonas told him, like, we have a master blender, but I'm involved with every blend. And he started walking through how they blend them and just explaining the levels of the plant, you know, how certain, certain levels of the plant are going to be better in combustion than other levels and the proper balance of combustion and flavor and yeah. all that stuff has to go into it. Otherwise, I mean, you could put together an amazing blend of tobaccos that would taste great together, but it won't light Yeah, or you can't keep lit. Um, so just hearing the process behind that, it was actually a really cool educational experience for the guys that were here. Um, and I, I loved hearing it too, because Jonas is just a cool dude from Dominican that is killing in this industry right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it always impresses me, all the things that Blackbird does and things that the Blackbird factory puts out. Um, beautiful construction. I was smoking that Unkind yesterday while he was here. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that cigar. Oh, I love that cigar. I, That's I, my favorite from their line. I love the Unkind. And it's not... For whatever reason, I don't grab it on a daily basis, but I could grab it every day and be perfectly happy with it. I think the problem we had with that one was we got those Ravens in. I know. And those Ravens had three those more Ravens years of age on them. Me. And the Ravens, just the unkind, the old the old name of it. Yeah. They, long story, they got sued for it, and they changed the name to unkind. Yeah. And the main reason why is because, one, a flock of Raven isn't unkind, and two... The guy that sued them was pretty unkind by suing them, so yeah. it worked out perfect. Yeah, but um, but we had those and we smoked all those and and that's that's one of those uh, cigars that we're going to be releasing at the one year. I've got I still got a box of them back. Yeah, so you're going to be able to get some pretty fun stuff back. Absolutely, at the one year. So a couple new cigars we got in this week before we close this out. Mm -hmm. We got in the uh, Knuckle Sandwich Chef Special. It's in a long figurado. Um, long figurado, and that's a stellar cigar. It's like a tick up in strength from the regular Habano. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of the Habano. It does. But it, it's got a little bit more going on. I think I think it's a hybrid wrapper yeah, that's it's on a, it. Yeah, it's a, a Habano hybrid wrapper. So I think it's the same blend. They're just using that hybrid wrapper on it, which yeah. is a little bit more strength to it. It's definitely 
So you got the Habano knuckle sandwich is a medium. The Maduro is a full. Yeah. This is going to be a medium full. It's right in between. Now, granted, <laughs> that retro hail on the Chef Special still lights you up just oh, yeah. as much as that Habano, yeah. which is crazy. I love yeah. that. Same. Uh, other ones we got in, uh, you guys saw the Four Kicks Cap Especial on last week. Mm-hmm. We got the Crown Heads Le Potassier, and we also got the Crown Heads. No, it's the Ajner Family Cigars Bosphorus. They're just B-52 distributed. size. Yeah. Yep. yep. So the B-52 size is basically a Robusto. Yeah, 52 ring gauge, five inches long. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, both of them stellar. Other one we got in, we got but it's lo- not set out yet. Which one? Oh, the the Espinosa tenth or uh, Espinosa Lazona tenth anniversary. Yeah, I've not put those out yet because they're very spongy right now. I think whatever happened, they were just wet. Yeah, I'm not putting them out because I don't want you to grab a cigar and then not enjoy it. Um, it's going to be a good blend. Honestly, the blend when I, I smoked one just to try it. I couldn't keep a lid, but the flavor on it reminded me a lot of the sarsaparilla. If you ever had the sarsaparilla from them, reminded me a lot of that. Um, but again, it might change once it dries out. I'm, I've got them sitting in the humidor, just kind of letting them acclimate to the humidity and temperature right now. Yeah, um, they'll be out here in another week or so. Yeah, um, that one will be here. We also got if, the crown if you're heads. coming in Black Friday weekend and they're not set out and you want one, yeah. let us know. We'll if they're not ready by Black Friday. You can buy them, but I would definitely recommend putting them in your humidor, let them sit for a little yeah, while. Absolutely. Um, but again, hopefully by then they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I even dry boxed them for a couple of days just to see if I can get that humidity out of them some. Yep. Um, we did get the the La Carême. Oh yeah. From Crowned Heads. Yeah. Um, not so the Bellicoso is the one we had, which was limited release. We now have the regular release, which I believe is the Robusto size. Or yeah, it's pretty close to a Robusto. A little small Robusto, maybe. And then we also got the new war, uh, the Juarez, not the new one, but the Juarez in the OBS size. Yeah. So we've got quite a few new things in here. Um, a lot of crown heads, which makes my heart happy. Yeah. You know. These little guys right here, the Corona Gordas, um, these are in. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to hold off and put these out in a couple of days. I just got them in the mail today uh, or yesterday yep. um, just to make sure they're acclimated. I mean, we're in that time of year again where you gotta got to make sure um, but I'll probably pull one out and smoke one later to see how they're smoking. Man, you know, I'm going to see, see how far I can uh, get this thing going. Oh, I'm, I'm still going to hold on to it because it still tastes great. I, I am literally at a finger burner, and uh, I can't complain one bit about this cigar. No. Uh, so uh, a five-pack is... Thirty nine forty five. Yeah, I mean, there's no and, there's no real big break on the price just because they're they come in five packs. Nah. I just separated them out so people could buy one if they wanted to try them. Comes but, in this box, honestly. Um, if you got a short trip in the car to make, this would be a great smoke for that. If yeah. you got a little bit of time to spend outside, it's a great one for that. Um, I always call them dog walker cigars. If you go walker. take the dog for a walk, you got a half an hour smoke to enjoy. Honestly. We're probably been going for an hour now. Yeah. yeah. We're still smoking this, so obviously this thing lasts way more than a half an hour. We're also patient smokers. Yeah, we're slow smokers. And this, I've noticed on this one, it reminds me a little bit of a Lancero. you got to slow down on it a little bit to get all the flavor and keep it you know, burning properly, keep the little smokestack going. Yeah. Okay. okay one what? last thing. Speaking of dog walkers, we are on the last 
bunch of the uh, knuckle sandwich Habano test blends. Allegedly. We're on the last one. Might have some to release later at the one year. Later at the one year. <laughs> but the last bunch that we're going to sell right now. So if we still have some when this drops on Friday, it will be a miracle. Yeah, one. we're probably down to 10 or 12 of them right now. Two, if you haven't tried it, buy five. They're so good. They're so good. And they're, you know, they're half the price of the other ones, but they're also half the size. Um, you're I've talking about a short 45, 50 minutes out of Same. them. Yeah. Yeah. And you are going to get, especially if you're retrohaling, uh, if you saw the last episode, you got to hear, or not the, I guess it wasn't the last episode. It was two episodes back when we got Eric, um, retrohaling. No, it was Dan. Was it Dan? We got retrohaling the first Eric. time. Was it Eric? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a learned process, but you can learn it. It's definitely worth doing, even if you don't do it all the time. You know, it does intensify your flavors. Absolutely. So this is where I'm going to call it on this one. Uh, I am literally down to maybe a half inch at max. I still have some cigar left to smoke, but I yeah. got—I sit there and start talking and let it go out. Yeah. That's um, my bad. But, yeah. Uh, we're going to close this one out. So you yeah. can find me on Instagram at the Whiskey Pastor. You can also find me here on Fridays and Saturdays. So come in and visit us. Uh, this drops on Black Friday. I imagine you're busy on Black Friday. But if you're not, come in and hang out with us. Yeah, and if you're uh, significant other shopping and you want to not shop, come in here and hang out. We're just going to be hanging out all day. Absolutely. There'll be football on, I'm sure. Uh, but again, come in here and get in on the specials. We're going to have lots of great specials. Yeah. Um, but the m main thing is come in and enjoy your time and relax here. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar. And again, if you're watching this on YouTube, we are uploading the, this all onto the podcast platform. So if you'd rather listen to us on a podcast, on your drive into work, on your way home, whatever, um, we're on all the major platforms except for Google because Google's sl slow. But honestly, I've not found anybody that listens to I keep podcasts pulling on people. Google. No one listens to podcasts on so Google. So we're on Look. Apple, Podbean, Spotify, Android Stitcher, Podcasts, whatever. So we're, we're on, on a lot of them. Yeah. So look for uh, Final Third Cigar on your on your podcast platform. You'll yeah. find our Final Third Fridays up there. Um, I, I don't know. It's a yeah. great way to enjoy this content if it's just something you're listening to or just if you want to smoke along with us, watch the YouTube video. Who cares? Yeah, so. exactly. So thanks again, guys. Um, we're excited to have you guys out this holiday season, and we're looking forward to a really great week. Um, one thing I will say, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. You didn't. We do have an event coming up on December the 3rd. Some more music coming in. We've got music tonight here while we're recording with Ed Fry, which we talked about last week. And when we're saying music, it's not like the blues bands we've had in here before. We're talking like solo acoustic. Yeah, yeah. So this it, is going to be is inside more chill acoustic. vibe. Yeah, it's yeah. not super loud. It's just uh, come hang out, listen to some more singer-songwriter sort of thing. Exactly. And uh, so, hang out with us. And, yeah, so it's Dave Ellison. He's going to be here on December the 3rd. Um, he's been here before. Uh, but it's just going to be him doing an acoustic set. It's going to be a, it's going to be a blast. We're we love having that kind of chill music in the background while we're actually enjoying this. Yeah. So, absolutely. well, thanks again, guys, and we will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.